two for chirping. Well, it is another player signing and possibly the most unique one we have ever had in Cyclones history. As you can tell on the screen, one face may be familiar for the fans. It's Louis Caparuso. The other one, a new face to the world and to the Cyclones fan base. Everyone meet Lincoln Caparuso, the uh, third uh, child of the Caparuso family. And Louis, it's your firstborn son. How are you, Lincoln, and the rest of the family doing? Uh, we're doing really well, actually. Uh, he's doing well, as you can hear. Uh, we're starting to adjust really well now to, to having three children. So it is a lot of work, but uh, my wife actually just came down with a stomach bug. So that's why I actually have to hold him right now. So, uh, but we're all doing well. Thanks. All right, Lou. Well, uh, tell us a little bit. So like, uh, so we interviewed Justin Vive uh, a couple weeks ago. He's our first player signing. Uh, Vive turning 34. You turned 34 this year as well uh, recently. But uh, Lincoln is yeah. a couple months old uh, at, at best, right? I believe, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, he was born shortly after our playoff run ended. That's right. Yeah, he was born on May 17th. So pretty much like a week after we we were eliminated. So he's he's about six, seven weeks old now. And uh, yeah, he's he's doing well, man. He's uh, he's, he's being a, he's a good baby. Our second our second baby was tough. Our first one was easy, so he's been easy so far. Easy-ish. Uh, easy-ish. Well, yeah. tell tell me this. I mean, you know, again, we asked how you guys are doing. Uh, you know, I know unfortunately your wife coming down with the stomach bug, but um, you and, and and we've talked about this, and especially when I bring up uh, your dad. Um, yeah. I know at times you get emotional with that, uh, which obviously shows how much family means to you. Um, right. But, you know, for the first time, you're you're a boy dad. Uh, you've mm -hmm. been a girl dad now for a few years with two uh, two young daughters. Um, what What is this like? What is it like to, to have a son? Yeah. It's it's great. It's it's just a unique, um, you know, bond that I think a, a boy and his dad will always form. And uh, you just start going through all the things you want to do with him and all the activities and events you're going to be able to share with him from the, from a boy's perspective. And, you know, it just, uh, it can really, you know, twist your, your emotional heartstrings at times. And, uh, you know, I, I, we had his baptism last weekend and, uh, you know, you get emotional, my, you know, for the first two kids, I didn't really, you know, my first, my firstborn, I didn't really cry or anything. And then by the time you get to your, which seems like it'll be our final kid, you start getting a little more emotional with every little thing that goes that happens, especially being a boy. And uh, he's uh, he's just incredible. So, uh, again, I mean, awesome for him. He's baptized already. You guys are doing a lot. I got to wonder, um, you know, everybody in the summer, especially when you work in hockey, whether you're a player, a staff member, this is the time you kind of plan your vacations. Has uh, yeah. have the breaks been hit on that or uh, has Lincoln <laughs> been able to travel at all? Uh, we're, we're in Toronto right now. So, uh He's uh he's enjoying meeting a lot of family we have here in Toronto. So that this has been the the most I think we'll do in terms of vacations and trips. Um, it's just tough with a newborn and two other little rascals. So we're we're definitely missing like typical vacations that we used to take before we had children. After the season, we'd be able to you know jet over to a beach somewhere or visit a city in Europe or or uh, you know just do anything that was basically a selfish trip for us <laughs> now right. it seems the trips we do take happen to be more inclined to have the kids enjoy it and be family friendly which is not something we don't enjoy but uh it's definitely not as much for us <laughs> yeah yeah life changes a little bit on you there big time all right so uh we're gonna obviously hope that the the fan base will get to see lincoln at a couple of games at heritage bank center this season and louis will will try as uh as best we can take a look at this kid how can you not love <laughs> you got to get him one of those uh caparuso kids jerseys we gave away a year or two ago 
Yeah, for sure. That would be awesome. I'm sure my wife's got something in the works already for him to wear. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, well, you know, as as fun as it is to to see this, of course, the fans are super excited to know, Louie, that you have signed for what will now be your third season with the Cincinnati Cyclones, coming off a big year, both as a team and individually. Um, just looking at the stats, I mean, it's crazy. You know, the fountain of youth, it was something we touched on so much in the back half of the season with guys like Matt Berry, of course, Justin Vive, uh, and yourself experiencing success at the highest rate, even though you guys have been around for a decade. <laughs> um, you were over a point per game. You had 71 in 68 games. 24 of those were goals. Um, you know, you've probably not had as much time to reflect as some. What are kind of your your thoughts, your takeaways, as you reflect on what was the, the best season of your professional career? Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny. I don't know what it is, but I've actually just been feeling better as I've gotten older. I went through a period there in my late 20s where – I was just getting bogged down by injuries so much. And although you're supposed to be in your prime, if you're getting unlucky with injuries, you can not feel so good. So um, it's nice just to be healthy. I think, I think the past couple of years have been healthy. And, and when you're healthy, you can, you can, you can get into a groove and you can work your way out of, out of the dry spots in the season. And you can start to really get a, a feel for who you are as a player and what you can do. And I just think it's a matter of being healthy. And uh, I had some great, uh, great players to play with over the past couple of years. And, uh, you know, just, I've been in a good environment and the coaches have given me a good opportunity and uh, I've just uh, in, tried to enjoy every minute out there. And I think I'm trying to enjoy myself more as I've gotten older than when I was younger, I had more pressure on myself, but now I try to enjoy and savor every moment of playing because I know it doesn't last much longer. Is it wrong for me to say that it, it almost comes off ironic that you're saying, hey, when I came back to North America these last couple of seasons, I've been healthy. You were dealing with injuries before, but you were playing overseas where there were such there were far fewer games. Like I said, I mean, you know, maybe I'm wrong. You tell me. It almost comes off odd because you would think of anything, right. the injuries would grow here where you're playing 60, 70, and you played over 80 games, including playoffs. Yeah, go figure, right? I mean, uh, you think in Europe, people usually go over there to, to not have as many injuries and, and take a load off, but for whatever reason, I uh, I just caught the injury bug when I was there. And uh, it happens to players. It, it doesn't happen to every player, but a lot of players will tell you the same thing over the course of your career. If you have a uh, 10 plus career, uh, year career, you're going to have a, uh, you're going to go through a little injury bug spell at some point, you know, very few guys can like stay away from that. It just, it's just the way the, the way it goes sometimes. And uh, for whatever reason, I had a, I had multiple back to back to back injuries and, it kind of just made for uh, a choppy end to my European career, and uh, but I'm I'm happy that um, knock on wood, it's been it's been much better moving into the North America again. Well, fast forward now to to where we are, and you mentioned these last two seasons. I mean, you've been you know, not just this past year, but uh, both years over a point per game player, uh, consistently one of the leaders on the ice. Of course, you wear a letter as the team's alternate captain. I asked you how you would break down last season from an individual perspective, take me through the lens of a team, especially you being one of its leaders. Um, you know, look again, having just recently talked with Justin um, and we're talking to a couple of the other returnees for the Cyclones here. Um, it, it was not uh, the ending that anybody had, had wanted, but you guys are going to put another banner in heritage bank center. You were the central division champions. You were, uh, you know, again, the second, uh, the second best record in the entire 2018 league 
Wow. What are your your thoughts and your takeaways from just that level? I mean, I, I almost wonder, I know you won a championship in Asiago, but I mean, yeah. that has to be one of the the best teams you've ever been on. Yeah, I, I thought we were just, uh, we were an incredible team this, this past season. We, uh, we you know, obviously it, it, it ended shorter than we would have liked. We, we felt we had the, the, the tools and the ability to go all the way. Um, injuries and uh, call-ups and things of that nature didn't play into our favor, I think, late in the season. Although I thought we stayed pretty healthy and we, we had some guys down during the season, which helped us out a lot. Um, you know, yeah, it was definitely like an enjoyable, enjoyable season. When your team's winning, uh, you know, things seem to come easier. Everyone seems to get along better and uh, the chemistry seems to just be there. Uh, it's just one of those things that you need more than skill and, and ability. You need you need chemistry, you need good characters, and you, there's a lot of pieces that need to be in play in order to have a good season. So um, I was, I'm really proud, I'm proud of the way the team played, especially the younger guys. We had younger guys stepping up, you know, in, in, in at times when maybe other guys were, were in a little bit of a lull. Um, I find in successful seasons, you always have that, where maybe a couple guys aren't playing as well, but then you have another couple other guys that pick up the slack, and it always seemed like we had someone that was going to start playing their best at the right time. Yeah, it's, it felt like it was always an X-man-up mentality with these guys. Um, yeah. and, and so one thing I do want to ask, and, and I want to make sure we don't keep you too long because uh, we <laughs> right. saw one of, your, one of your daughters just snuck into the room, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Marlo, yeah. She's she's running around. She'll she'll be on the screen probably soon. soon. <laughs> well, there's nothing, nothing wrong with everybody making an appearance today. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so one thing I want to ask again, Lou, from the perspective of a leader, um, the Cyclones fans are, it's an intelligent fan base that sees things. Even if we, the Cyclones, aren't posting it, they mm -hmm. see it, it's out in the news. You talk about some of the special players that we had. Um, do you have any opinion, uh, again, without knowing who all is coming back? And we can't reveal who all is coming back, but there is some public information out there already. Um, and there are going to be some noteworthy absences. Uh, first and foremost, an affiliation change. So, um, you know, and, I, and I'd love to get your thoughts on that. But I mean, that does mean in all likelihood, some of those guys that were on contracts are probably not going to see back here. Um, on top of that, Yoshiro Hirano just signed with the Utica Comets. Uh, you're trading one Lincoln for another, uh, Lincoln Griffin, <laughs> yeah. uh, signing overseas to play in Slovakia. Now the Cyclones did issue him a qualifying offer. So um, if he were to decide later in the year that he wanted to switch out, he could come back to the Cyclones. But for now, you do see a couple of pieces that that were, were big parts of the ship, if you will. Um, they're not going to be here. So obviously turnover in the minor leagues is kind of a given. But do you have any take or any thought on just what things look like right now before we get to October? Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's almost every year you see that there's so much turnover and you, you know, you're, you're, you know, coach Payne has got a, his work cut out for him in terms of trying to find replacements for some of the great players that have left our, our organization. But, um, he's always seemed to have done a great job in finding those guys to replace players that have left. Uh, he, he found some great players last year coming in, some new guys that stepped up this, this past year. So, um, I have confidence that he'll be able to find some great players again to step up for us and, and, and do well this coming year. It's obviously tough to, you know, tough pill to swallow to see a guy like Lincoln Griffin uh, move on. But, you know, I'm, I'm excited for him and his opportunity moving forward. And, um, you know, it just that's just the nature of the nature of the game. You know, I think a lot of players, they they want to explore. They're young. They want to see the world. They want to, you know, try out new leagues, see if they can make more money. And that's just the nature of the game right now. So, well, one of the other things, too, I mean, you talk about young players, they 
also want to move up. Uh, and, yeah. and if they can, they want to move, you know, within, within the States, a lot of people in the, in the ideal world want to go ECHL, AHL, NHL. Yeah. Um, look, you're a former National Hockey League draft pick of the Ottawa Senators back in 2007. You've played games in the AHL. The Cyclones have a new affiliate uh, in the New York Rangers and the Hartford Wolfpack. Yeah. For the guys that that are young, that that are going to stay here, and I wish I could start name dropping, but we can't yet. We, yeah. we haven't announced those players, but you and I both know a, a good amount of who they are and fans probably will too. Um, what do you think, Lou, as a, as a guy who's 34 now, but was 25, was 26, was there as a kid who was aspiring to keep moving up? What does this affiliation potentially do for 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 those young players now that, that are hoping that, hey, if I do the right things and I play the right way with the Cincinnati Cyclones, I could have an opportunity to go to go to the Hartford Wolfpack or, or go elsewhere to, to continue to climb up into the next level, which would be the AHL. Yeah, I think I think that's the main draw when I when I think about the East Coast Hockey League is just it's it's a it's a stepping stone to to bigger and better things. And it's not a knock on the East Coast Hockey League, because if you look at our, our attendance this year and how enjoyable it was to play for the Cyclones, I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure we probably got more fans and better fans than a lot of AHL teams. Uh, and that's not a knock on that league, but you know, at the same time, I know players, they want to move up and the North America is, does, you know, host the best leagues in the world in, in, in the NHL. And obviously the AHL is great, great uh, developmental league. So I think, you know, if I'm a young player and I'm playing on the Cincinnati Cyclones, I'm definitely excited to see what, see what it brings me, see what kind of opportunity I'm given and, and, and what I can do with it. You know, you start seeing more and more players that have played in the East Coast Hockey League make their way over to the NHL. So, uh, you know, Hartford, I, I don't know much about them. I don't know much about the Rangers organization, but um, I'm hoping they send us some good players so that we can have a great season in Cincinnati. Yeah, absolutely. And hopefully we'll be able to return the favor and, and get guys developed for, for their system. Um, all right, Louie, uh, I don't want to take up, I don't know if I mind, I don't know if I mind taking up as much of your time as I do Lincoln's. I certainly want to be nice to this young fella. Yes, I can tell Lincoln is not, uh, He's he's starting to think this is too much, and and my voice can do that to everybody. So, I'm sorry, Master. I really hope I, I wish I could have uh, stayed longer. The, the, unfortunately, my wife got the stomach bug, and I've been I'm stuck with all three kids right now. And he literally just woke up 20 minutes before our, our planned call, and I was like, Oh no! No, so, you you are you are more than fine. Listen, let let <laughs> me end it. Let me end it with this. Uh, one more question for you before we let you get going. We're watching you right now be a dad. We're watching, oh, somebody's going to help out. Look at yeah, this. My sister, my sister-in-law just came in. So I, I finally, she just got back from the gym. I, I texted her to relieve me. I need to hurry, please. Yeah, so you want to continue, we can continue the combo. <laughs> no, but you know what? I, I think now the fans, I'll, I'll be curious to see when the viewership drops on this video minute by minute. Because now that yeah. they don't have the baby to look at, maybe they'll be like, all right, whatever. Exactly. Uh, he's kind of the star of the family right now, is he not? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, I, uh, he's, it's all about him right now. It's all about him. I, I, I find some quick moments, like a quick, not quick moments, but I spend an hour, I have an hour a day to myself and that hour I spend in the gym. So I don't, I don't have much time to myself. Like I, I try to find an hour whenever I can throughout the day to get to the gym and then I get back and it's back to Lincoln and the two girls. So. Well, okay. That's kind of segueing me in then. So I, I'll end it with this, Lou, um, spending an hour in the gym. Fans are, as we're, as they're watching us do this interview, they see you being a dad. They know you as a hockey player. Yeah. I 
these are the things that don't get talked about. Um, they, I just, I just never see stuff about this online. When, when a player talking about the emotions of the game, talking about what you're doing to get better, and everybody is just looking at, okay, he doesn't shoot the puck enough, or the passes haven't been good, or he's taken too many penalties. But what people don't realize is, a lot of these players have wives, a lot of these players have families. How do you balance that? You have a couple of more months here. Um, we're, we're talking in July. This interview will be uh, released to the public in July. Um, but but what are you doing? Uh, you know, what are you able to do to, to, to not only physically about being in the gym, but just mentally being ready yeah. to make sure that come October, you know, you you are able to have a, a Friday night, hell, a, yeah. a whole weekend where you can you can leave home and, yeah. and kind of do your best to, to focus on hockey. It's got to be one of the biggest challenges. It is. It definitely is. Uh, man, you hit the nail on the head when it comes to all that. Uh, I think the biggest thing in the, in the, the luxury of like being in Cincinnati during the summer is that we get, we get a lot of ice time available to us. Uh, you know, the, uh, we, we, we have some, uh, friend, uh, partners that, that give, uh, Justin Vive and I some, some pretty cheap ice and we're able to spend a lot of time on the ice. And I think that's huge for me. I, I you know, especially we're, we're older guys and, and, and Justin and I will spend, probably about two months, month and a half, two months skating, you know, five times a week. And then we ramp up our skates pretty, pretty good by the time camp comes so that we're ready and we're, we're in good shape. And, and, uh, and we feel like we're, you know, we've already hit the ground running. So uh, that's one thing, obviously finding that time is tough, but I usually just prioritize it. So I'll prioritize my time on the ice. And, uh, and, and that's, that's that, you know, everything else can kind of, be changed, but um, there's no worse feeling than if you don't feel prepared. So that's, that's something I don't compromise on. I'll, I'll find the time to get to the rink or to get to the gym so that I, I feel prepared come when the season starts. And as for the, like the pressure and people not realizing that there's like a human underneath the helmet and equipment, it's, I just, I just do my best, the best I can. And then whatever, you know, whatever the result is, the result is, but uh, I can live with myself giving it the best I can. And, um, maybe not everyone always understands that, but, but as long as you're true to yourself, then you can go to sleep at night. I think we've seen the best of you. You've been excellent two seasons here with the Cyclones. And I know myself, along with our, our, our staff, our fan base, you're one of the good guys, Lou. Always oh, thanks, man. <laughs> and uh, always fun to be around. And we look forward to seeing that smile on the ice here more come October once the Cyclones get their season underway. Uh, but for now, go back to changing diapers, go back to yeah. watching kids shows, go back to being a dad. Uh, thanks for taking the time here again, Louis Caparuso, our latest player signing the Cyclones will get their season underway here at home Saturday, October 21st for first faceoff. Uh, Louis, we will see you then, man. Enjoy. Thanks, Monster. It's great to hear you're back too as well, buddy.